Hi guys and welcome back. I've had a long week of work and I've officially started counting down the days until I come back home to Indiana. By the time you guys hear this, it will be only six more days in El Paso. Thank God. Also, I'm going to be sad to leave. I wanted to start this off by saying I was bragging so hard about being alone last week and how I've handled myself beautifully. And I'm so evolved and amazing and perfect. And then a huge ass horsefly showed up in my house and I quite literally shut myself in my room for 12 hours. I was too scared to come out for even the bathroom. I lost track of the horsefly and now I'm just kind of tiptoeing around the house and hoping to God that the fly saw itself out. Not very optimistic about that outcome though because flies are dumb as hell. So I've just been on high alert waiting for it to show its big ugly face again so I can duel it to the death. Yeah, we know I'm talking a big game, but if that thing does come back around again, I'm going straight back into my room, shoving some towels under the door crack, hiding under the covers for another 12 hours, and praying to God that the fly either figures out how to get out of the house the same way it got in, or it just dies of natural causes. I mean, you guys should have seen this thing. As my dad would say, there was landing gear on it. Like, it was just so big. And I can't imagine how bad its bite probably hurts. Okay, okay, nope, nope, I'm done, I'm done. I can't talk about it anymore. I'm freaking myself out, and I don't want to think about it because it's gonna make me panic. Nope. In other, bigger, and far more exciting news, Harry Styles announced that the U.S. leg of his tour is officially happening. I bought tickets to the Boston show last June without telling anybody because the rescheduled date is the day after my 22nd birthday, and I just kind of thought, you know, why not? And then for a while, I was pretty convinced that the show would get rescheduled again, but it wasn't. So I bought plane tickets, told my parents, because I'm going to need their help getting to and from the airport, and they were kind of confused, but also they didn't care because it's my money and I'm allowed to spend it how I want. Harry also snuck in a little announcement about new music coming soon. Did anyone else catch that? Sneaky, sneaky. I hope he kind of drops a single in the middle of the night right before tour starts and then announces his next album and, and then just kind of leaves it at that. But either way, he's finally doing something other than showing us his ass cheeks on a yacht in Italy. Yeah, yeah, in case you didn't know, he did that. And now I'm terrified to see Don't Worry Darling because supposedly there are scenes with full cheek exposed and it's just something I feel like I could live my entire life without seeing. It's just kind of an ick for me. I don't, I really don't know. Also, another thing, just kind of housekeeping thing. I did want to say that I know I don't have any intro or outro music right now. I'm working on getting something produced, but for now, you all just get to enjoy my sexy voice very abruptly and harshly opening and closing this podcast. It's an amazing journey for all of you. So last week I mentioned that I would be talking about DILFs this week. I don't know about you guys, but I live on the side of TikTok that finds literally any man that is over the age of 30 attractive. I've been watching the Loki series on Disney Plus, and I knew everyone would be making thirst edits over Tom Hiddleston because, I mean, obviously, right? But what I didn't expect was for the entire internet to suddenly be so into Owen Wilson. Yes, people are obsessing over Owen freaking Wilson. And you know what? Points 
have been made. Points have been made. And I don't know what it is, but Owen Wilson as Mobius has just scratched an itch. That sounds more sexual than than I mean for it to sound. But the short kind of salt and pepper gray hair and the handlebar mustache, it's just a very good look for him. It suits him very well. And if you don't watch Loki or don't know what I'm talking about, go Google Owen Wilson and Loki right now. It's, I mean, it's very worth it. But what are Owen Wilson's stats, okay? Because this is important information for any woman who's getting ready to dedicate any of her precious time to a man, even if it's a man who has no idea who she is. I need to know if my hyperfixation is worth it. So what are Owen Wilson's stats? Well, he's 52 years old. He'll be 53 in November. He's 5'10", and he has three kids. I I actually didn't know that Owen Wilson was a dad. I didn't even know he was married, so that's good. Um, But I guess he fits nicely into the DILF category. Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. Should I rate Owen Wilson? Is that the man I should start off with? (laughs) Okay, okay. Hang on, we'll get to the ratings in a minute, but before... That, I'll have to explain how I'm rating these men and what the objective things that I'm looking at to give them their score. Okay, okay. Owen Wilson's throwing me off. Okay, so I'm going to be rating these men out of 10, and each category has equal weight because honestly, I'm not trying to make this too complicated. Simple is the best, even though I'll probably end up saying something about how important different things are to me like personally that usually only applies to people I know in real life and for the purposes of rating these DILFs I'm just going to treat each category with equal weight because it's not like I'm actually trying to date these men but if any of them do somehow find me via TikTok via my Instagram because I'm literally sexy hey hit me up I'm free I'll be single for you poppy so firstly I'm looking at baseline attractiveness just like from the start how attracted am I to them based solely on physical attributes like eyes haircut and color mouth teeth hands build that kind of thing the most important factor in whether or not I'm going to obsess over somebody is how much do they remind me of men that were written by women and in case that doesn't make sense Think of characters like Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice. He is a male character written by a woman, obviously, Jane Austen. And of course, he appeals to the female gaze in the sense that he appeals to my emotional senses. What kind of conversations could I imagine having myself with this man? Would he be respectful, etc., etc.? Like I said, it's not like I would actually have a chance with any of these men or you know like even meeting them but I'm also not trying to put my energy into supporting a problematic or shitty person. Next probably the second most indicator of simpability behind personality is height. Does that sound shallow? I really don't care. It's my rating system. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Anyone taller than 6'0 gets immediate bonus points. More bonus points per inch above 6'0 they are. Anyone over 6'3 gets an automatic 10 out of 10 because they're taller than both my dad and my brother. Another factor is obviously going to be age. 
golden age range is anywhere between 40 and 60. If they're younger than 40, I feel like they could cook a little longer before reaching full DILF potential, you know? And I know everyone always talks about how unfair this is, but in my opinion, men get so much better with age. I don't know what it is, but a weathered looking man with some gray hair, mm, light me up. So anywhere between the ages 40 and 60 and the DILF in question is going to get some extra bonus points. Obviously, a big one is whether or not he's actually a dad. And that means having actual children, not pet children. And that's not diminishing pet parents. This criteria is just specifically relating to human children. Not that important to me because I do simp over men consistently who don't have children who are absolute DILFs. But as we are rating DILFs for this occasion, having kids is going to give you an edge. So, but I do want to clarify that some of my favorite DILFs are not dads. After discussing how I'm rating these men, I think I'm going to have a list of like five, I think. I had way more. I had a really, really big list. But honestly, it would have taken me way too long to get through all of them. And I just didn't want to sit down and rate 20 men. Although it would have been entertaining for me. It's just like, that's a lot of men to go through. And I would feel honestly a little bad for objectifying them like that. I don't know. It just felt weird to me to do more than like five. Anyway, I'm going to rank them based on their scores, and then I'm going to hit the winner with a DM. Speaking of DMing celebrities, I've been making a fool of myself in several DMs recently, trying to see if anyone will respond to me and be my date to my sister's wedding next year. So far, I've gotten zero responses, which is very sexy for me. Okay, now that we have all of that out of the way, I guess let's just go ahead and get started on rating these DILFs. We're getting started with Owen Wilson. Now, I'm a huge Owen Wilson comedy film fan. I cannot tell you the amount of times I've watched Wedding Crashers with my family. There are so many quotable moments, but I'll spare you my impressions because I'm actually really bad at them. But the whole movie is just hilarious. And I do recommend watching that movie if you haven't already. And I never thought I'd be a fan of Owen Wilson beyond his comedy or his acting. But as I've watched more of Loki on Disney+, Plus, the more I'm becoming an Owen Wilson simp. I seriously don't know what it is about him, but this show has just changed the way I see him. However, for scientific purposes, I recently re-watched Night at the Museum just to see if the attraction translated to other films, to other projects I'd seen him in, and I'm disappointed to say that it did not. Like, it's literally just Owen Wilson as Mobius in Loki that has me feeling some type of way. So, my baseline attraction to Owen Wilson, I don't know. Because I'm I'm really so conflicted over him as Mobius, but I know it's just that one character and every other character I've seen him as before just doesn't hit the same, I think. I think I'm going to go ahead and give him a nice 5 out of 10 for baseline attraction. I'm not I'm not repulsed by him. Okay? And if he asked, I probably would go ahead and jump in the sack with him 
so long as he still had that mustache and short hair. I'm serious. As for his female gaze score, I'm going to give him an 8 out of 10. I don't keep up with him so much that I know a ton about what he does, but he hasn't been involved in any like scandals that I know of, and he pretty much stays out of tabloids, which is like a pretty encouraging sign if you ask me. He also seems super respectful of women, so that's just that's just my read and my take on it, so good for him. Like I said earlier, he's 5'10", so he'll get a 4 out of 10 for his height score, and he gets a 10 out of 10 for age since he's 53 or 52. He's 52. And, well, that's just right in the middle of the perfect golden age range. So congratulations, Owen Wilson. You were born at the right time. And finally, since he is a father of three human children, he gets a respectable 10 out of 10 for being an actual dad. So Owen's overall score, which is just the average of of all the individual categories is a 7.4 out of 10. I feel like that's pretty decent considering I'm like, you know, only attracted to him in one thing. So that's pretty good. I feel like that's good for him. Next, I want to give some attention to Anthony Mackie because I had a dream about him last night and I have not been able to stop thinking about him because of that. I mean, it was such a cute dream, too, and I just, I really adore him. I think he's criminally underrated. If anyone doesn't know who Anthony Mackie is, he is the Falcon in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love watching interviews and red carpets with him. Like, I, he's just such a good vibe, and that definitely sounds ridiculous and stupid. Like, oh, yeah, the vibes are good. The vibes are immaculate. Me, me, me. But it's like, truly, Anthony Mackie has some just seriously good feeling around him I don't I don't know I didn't know who Anthony Mackie was until the beginning of this year when my roommate convinced me to watch all of the Marvel movies and it is the best thing I have ever done and it is definitely my whole personality now so let's get to rating beautiful Anthony Mackie baseline attraction I'm going to give him a solid 7.5 out of 10 because I do think he is really attractive in like movies and interviews as I was saying Every time I see a picture of him, he always has this look that he knows something scandalous or creepy about me, and it freaks me out just a little bit. Not a lot, not a ton, but but enough. And if you don't know what I mean, go look at a picture of that man. I mean, it kills me. But I definitely would hop into the old hay with Anthony Mackie if I was ever presented the opportunity to do so. Anthony's female gay score is going to be a really nice 9 out of 10. He recently came to the defense of Shakari Richardson and Naomi Osaka at the ESPYs this year, which I thought was really hot of him. Like Owen Wilson, he's someone who just, who I just haven't ever heard a bad or problematic story about. Also like Owen Wilson, Anthony Mackie's height is 5'10", so he's also going to get a 4 out of 10 for height. And he gets a nice fat 10 out of 10 for age since he is 42 years old. And of course, is Anthony an actual dad? According to his Wikipedia page, Anthony Mackie is the father of four children, which I didn't, I had no idea. And he'll get a 10 out of 10 in dad points. Overall, 
Mr. Anthony scored an 8.1 out of 10 on the Dilfo meter. Now we're getting into one of my all-time favorites, Paul Rudd. There is something about Paul Rudd that just works that most definitely doesn't make like a ton of sense now that I say that out loud, but I just he just genuinely gives me such feel-good, happy vibes, and I love him. That me, me and my vibes. He's had a ton of high-profile roles, such as being Josh and Clueless, of course, and Mike Hannigan on Friends, and more recently, he's made appearances on Saturday Night Live, Parks and Rec. He's obviously Ant-Man and Marvel. Like Anthony, I also think Paul Rudd often gets he's often underrated and just kind of left out of DILF conversations and I know there was controversy about his parents supposedly being second cousins and people were kind of like trying to cancel him over that but it's like really like he had a a choice or he had any control whatsoever in who his parents were bye bye Stan Paul Rudd for clear skin Anyway, baseline attraction to Mr. Paul Rudd is going to get our very first 10 out of 10. He looks like he hasn't aged a day, not a single day since 1994, which is five years before I was born. And I really want to know how. Paul, what are you doing to look that good all the time? Paul also gets a 10 out of 10 for his female gay score because one, I have never heard a bad story about him, and two, he just feels like the guy that's your best friend, so you never really notice him until one day you wake up and you're like, oh my god, I'm in love with this man. I love this man so much. Paul also gets a 4 out of 10 for height because he is 5'10", just like Anthony and Owen. Maybe I should reconsider my height preferences. It seems like everyone is 5'10 these days. Our boy Paul is 52 years old, so he gets a nice 10 out of 10 for that as well. And Paul, I didn't know this either, is an actual father. So good for him. Another 10 out of 10 for my golden boy. I just, oh my god, I just adore him. Paul's overall score is an 8.8 out of 10. So that is really glowing. Ugh, love you, King. Okay, now, this is one that I don't think enough people are talking about at all but I have loved him ever since I first saw him in sleeping with other people yes I am talking about Jason Sudeikis you may know him from Ted Lasso which is his current project or from sketches on Saturday Night Live that's another big thing that he's well known for he is a man after my own heart he started his career by doing improv and stand-up comedy in the Midwest Before being hired by SNL to first, he was a writer. He wrote sketches for SNL for a while, and then eventually he was cast as a recurring character until he left that job in 2013. And I just think everything that comes out of this man's mouth is so funny. Like, he just makes me giggle. Um, And he's so quick on his feet and just honestly one of my favorite comedians. I, I just absolutely adore him. Obviously, I'm very attracted to him. For baseline attractiveness I'm giving him a 9 out of 10 I'm docking him a point because every picture of him looks like he's either scared or constipated 
Like, he's so damn hot. But why does he have to make that face? He's like one of those guys who thinks it's uncool to smile in pictures, so they do that white guy lip thing and then scrunch their eyes a little bit to try to make it seem like they're smiling. But they all end up looking like they haven't dropped the kids off at the pool in over a week. Like, bro, it's okay to smile. We love your smile. And by we, I mean me. And my opinion is the only one that matters. I read a GQ piece about Jason a few days ago, and the author described his personality as gentle and calm, which felt weird to me because he's kind of known for playing assholes on TV and in movies. So that's definitely colored my perception of him and my female gaze score for Jason. I'm going to give him a six out of 10 because truly I just see him as some kind of funny douchebag. But I also know that's kind of unfair of me to assume that he's exactly the same as the characters he got famous for playing. As for height, Jason gets a 7 out of 10 because he's 6'1". Very solid if you ask me. Men who are 6'1 are just, that's, that's a very good height. Jason is 45 years old and obviously gets a nice 10 out of 10 for hitting in between the golden years. And Jason has two children. So he's an actual DILF, 10 out of 10. On the DILFometer, Jason gets a nice 8.4 out of 10. Very solid. I have an Apple TV Plus subscription until next week, and I might just indulge in some Ted Lasso before it's up because honestly, I haven't seen it yet, and I've just heard that it's a very different role for Jason, and so I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll watch this. I'll watch this. All right, this is going to be a great throwback for all of us, as it was for me. This man was submitted by my friend Katie, so big shout out to her for reminding me of this specimen that is Dennis Quaid. He was the dad in The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan, and he was also the dad in Yours, Mine, and Ours, and also the dad in The Day After Tomorrow, and also the dad in basically every time I see him in a film. Um, so I feel like that's a good premonition for his DILF ability, right? Big dad DILF energy. So let's break it down. What is this man's objective score? Baseline attraction, I'm giving him a 10 out of 10. He has just this amazing rugged look that I love. Also his dimples, incredible. Just so immaculate. As for his female gay score, well, uh, he's been married four times, so that's a little concerning to me. I mean, I've never read anything problematic about him, and I'm not dissing people who have had multiple marriages, but also one of the only other people I knew that was married four times was kind of the actual worst, so I'm just a little wary of people who have been married more than twice. For that reason, and that reason alone, I'm giving him his female gay score a 7 out of 10. Dennis is 6-0, so he's getting a nice 6 out of 10 for height. And, uh, okay, this is our first older DILF. Dennis is 67 years old. So he's 7 years older than the optimal age, which means his age score is going to be a 7 out of 10. Because he definitely has past his peak in my opinion like he's still sexy let's not kid ourselves but his parent trap era was peak just peak dennis quaid peak dilf and i won't be taking criticism dennis has three kids i believe 
so he gets a 10 out of 10 for being an actual TILF. His final score comes out to an even 8 out of 10. Very solid. Okay, here we go. Final contestant on the show today is going to be Mr. Timothy Oliphant, submitted by my wonderful roommate. Um, so actually, I'd never heard of him before until she texted me and told me to add him to my list of DILFs. But I think my exact words after looking up his picture were, Timothy Oliphant is fine as hell. How have I never seen him before? I, li- I literally know nothing about him. Like, I have no idea what movies or TV shows he's in or if he has any other passion projects that he works on. Like, I have no idea. But if you couldn't tell, based off my first reaction to looking at him, my baseline attraction to him is very clearly a 10 out of 10. And if you guys don't know who Timothy is, which I'm assuming many of you don't, if you're like me at all, please go look him up. Oh my God, please go look him up. I mean, he's just so pretty to look at. He's got this like nice salt and pepper hair going on, really beautiful teeth, a jawline sculpted by the gods. I mean, just oh, forget about it. Forget about it. He's so handsome. For his female gaze score, I have to give him a 5 out of 10 because I quite literally know nothing about him and it would be unfair for me to just kind of give him a 10 out of 10 without knowing anything. I'm going to start keeping tabs on him though and if I need to, I'll update his I'll update his score as I learn more. Like Dennis, Timothy is also 6'0", so he gets a 6 out of 10 for height. Congrats to him. He's 53, which is situated nicely in the ideal age range, so he gets a 10. 10 out of 10 for that. Timbo, he has three kids, so another 10 out of 10 for him. Very good. Our final DILF's final score is going to be an 8.2 out of 10. Very nicely done. Very solid. You know, round of applause to all of these men. Thank you for subjecting yourself. Well, you know, you didn't subject yourself. I definitely handpicked them and had two submissions. But thank you for being attractive and old. I just really appreciate that. And I appreciate men like you out there. So chef's kiss. Okay, wait, now we got to figure out what the final rankings are. Hang on. Okay. In sixth place, we have Owen Wilson. Then Dennis Quaid. Fourth place is Anthony Mackie. Then there's Timothy Oliphant. In second place is my lord and savior, Jason Sudeikis. I'm serious. This man is underrated as hell. And our champion today is Daddy Paul Rudd with the score of 8.8 out of 10. Paul, I'm going to hit your DMs later tonight. Watch out. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. I wanted to do something a bit more lighthearted after talking about being alone last week. So I'm glad I got to explore some DILFs and I'm glad I got to see what DILFs some of my friends have been thirsting over. And please, 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 please send me your favorite DILFs, even though I'm not going to be writing them anymore. I just want to know. I want to know all of them. Any time of day, any time of night, hit me with your favorite DILFs. For now, you can find me on Instagram at Kathleen.Meyer or Twitter at Kathleen underscore Meyer 8. Don't forget to please recommend this podcast to your friends and family so I can continue to grow my audience. And if you have a topic you want me to talk about, let me know. I'd love to know what you guys want to hear, what's interesting to you. 
no guarantees that I'll discuss it, but it is for research purposes, and also I just love when people talk to me, so please talk to me. Okay, I will see you guys next Monday. Thank you guys.